From sunny Minnesota, this is the Polaris Podcast, brought to you by the Polaris Help Center. I am Joe Zemer, and I am not an expert. And if you've recently purchased your first snowmobile, you probably feel the same way. But don't worry. As always, we're joined by an expert. Today, we are talking with Polaris service engineer Hunter Miller, and Hunter is going to help us answer a simple question. What now? You have the snowmobile, but what else do you need? How do you create the ideal garage for your new vehicle? So let's bring in the man who can answer those questions. Here's Hunter. We are happy to welcome Polaris service engineer Hunter Miller back to the podcast. Hunter, thanks for joining us. How have you been? Hey, Joe. I've been good. Busy as always, but uh, enjoy coming on here and talking about sleds with you. Perfect. So what we're going to do today is we're going to help new snowmobile owners answer that question of what now? So you're going to tell us what supplies we should have on hand and how we should create the ideal home garage for ourselves. Let's start with the garage space itself. What does that ideal garage space look like for my snowmobile? Yeah, I mean, snowmobile doesn't take up very much room. Ideally, you know, you'd store inside, work inside. I think that's what everyone wants, especially if you're working in the middle of uh, winters. But like really, single stall garage is more than enough space to store and or work on your sled, either if it's in the off season or during season. Another tip is like I have an enclosed trailer for my personal snowmobile. So I actually store the snowmobiles in the trailer in the summertime because the trailer kind of only gets used for snowmobiling. And then honestly, it works as the perfect place to work on your sled too. So I, you know, I have a set of tools that stays in the trailer and I kind of do all the maintenance inside the trailer itself. So that's really all you need is a basic set of tools and a little space to work that's preferably out of the weather and you're good to go. That leads directly into my next question, which is about tools. If I'm a new owner, what tools should I invest in and why are those important for working on my snowmobile? Yeah, so the the critical tools that you need come with the snowmobile, which is super cool. And there's actually specific storage locations on the snowmobile. Those critical tools are really the, the spark plug wrench, the belt removal tool, the drive belt removal tool, uh, the spring adjuster wrench for adjusting your spring preload, and our snowmobiles that are pole start only, they don't come with an electric start, uh, come with a spare pole cord. Kind of the other essential tools that I, I think uh, everyone should have in their kind of garage or in their toolbox is one, a snowmobile cover. It's good for just general storage and or if you have it on the trailer, keep the dust off of it, you know, keep the snow off of it. Uh, just in general, a good thing to have around. For off-season storage, uh, a battery charger is certainly essential, whether you're pulling the battery out for off-season storage or uh, if you have the the capability to store your snowmobile with the battery plugged in, all of our snowmobiles now come with like a charge port, easily accessible that you can plug your trickle charger in during the off season and just leave it, forget about it, and you don't even have to take the battery out. Um, grease gun, kind of the the last specialty tool that I'll mention, uh, just for getting those suspension lubrication pivots during the pre season if you're going through your sled, uh, and then like a generic automotive tool set, you know, something that you'd find at Home Depot or Menards or wherever you get your tools, uh, the, the, you know, comes with sockets, Allen wrenches, open end wrenches. That's going to cover all the basic maintenance that you might want to do to your snowmobile. So track tension, checking suspension fasteners for tightness, changing clutch weights if you're going to different uh, elevation, going to ride at different elevations getting your belt deflection set properly, brake pad replacement, battery removal, kind of all all the basic things that you might want to do to your sled, uh, generic 
you know, tool set will cover that. What about a, a track stand? I've read about those. Should I invest in one? Yeah, I'd say track stands are useful, especially if you're going to do uh, track tension yourself, but certainly not necessary. Uh, obviously, you can tip the sled on its side, put it, you know, like a blanket down to protect the side panels and put the sled on its side to do the track tension. And then for storage, I know kind of it's been brought up in many different forms that uh, you you want to elevate your sled for storage and, you know, you might want a track stand for that. Um, but that's certainly not necessary. You kind of, the big thing is you just want to keep your, your track in a dry condition. So where I'd recommend that you do elevate the sled, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a track stand, maybe you just, you know, get the, the track off the ground by setting it on a block or something, is if, you know, your your garage or wherever you're storing your, your sled has like a damp floor, that's, you know, the situation where it, it you might be useful to or would recommend lifting the sled off the ground to keep the track out of any damp conditions. But track stand isn't, it's not necessary by any means. It's certainly a, a nice to have type of item. So which fluid should I keep on hand? Uh, snowmobiles are pretty basic when it comes to fluids. There's not a, not a whole bunch you need. It's a pretty short list. So really everything you would ever need, I'd say you'd recommend keeping on hand. Uh, certainly number one, engine oil, two-stroke engines, love to use oil. So always having a, uh, a jug around is absolutely essential. Kind of the nice to haves are, are gear case soil. If your sled comes with a gear case, most of our trail sleds have gear cases on them. And then our mount sleds come with quick drive, of course. So they did, you don't need gear case oil if you have an RMK. But gear case oil, nice to have around for topping it off or if you're performing the gear case change yourself. Fogging oil for you know, your summer storage, pull the spark plugs out, spray down the cylinders with fogging oil. That's certainly nice to have around. And then engine coolant and brake fluid, uh, just uh, when your pre-season checks, if you're going through, make sure those are topped off. It's nice to, you know, nice and easy to keep those small jugs around. Just have a little bit extra if you need to top it off. Are there any particular replacement parts I should make sure to have around for home maintenance? I'd say absolutely essential for any two-stroke snowmobile is to have a, a spare drive belt, spare spark plugs. So if your dealer didn't already get you set up with those when you purchase your sled, I'd certainly recommend going out and getting a spare belt of spark plugs. That's just a, a silly thing to get stuck on the trail for and not have spare parts for. Like I mentioned earlier, the tools come with the sled to get those changed, and they have specific holding locations on the sled. So it's just super easy and really nice to have those sitting around or installed and carry with you on the sled say those are the essential for for any snowmobile and then kind of to go into deeper and i guess it's more on a personal level for me if you're backcountry rider or you know like riding in the mountains or do a lot of off-trail riding place where you're around uh, a lot of trees i actually carry a spare brake lever and a spare throttle with me on the sled just because if you, you've ever been in the mountains and you lost a brake lever to go down the mountain <laughs> without a brake lever uh, uh get back to where you're staying if you've done been there and experienced that and didn't have the parts to fix it you know that that's not very much fun so backcountry wire you know it's not an essential thing but certainly if you get put in a situation where a tree jumps out at you and and takes out your brake lever it's very nice to have and then for you know the guys that are riding in high elevation or mountainous terrain certainly you want to get your your clutch clutches set up properly for riding at those elevations. So 
I have a big toolkit of various clutch weights and clutch springs just because I ride. You know, I live in the Midwest, but I love to ride out in Montana and Wyoming and lots of different locations. So I'm constantly changing my, my clutch weights and springs to make sure I, I have the right setup for what elevation I'm riding at. So that's an, it's good to have those spare parts around for me or for anyone that's riding in different, lots of different uh, terrain or different elevations. Well, it's also always handy to have that stuff around that you're going to bring with you on a trip. So Hunter, when you're packing for a trip, what do you make sure to bring? There's uh, certainly the essential list, uh, and we could probably do a whole podcast on just this topic alone. But uh, kind of the essential list for me on any snowmobile trip I'm going on is making sure I have the proper layers and the proper riding gear for the weather conditions. So boots, gloves, bibs, jacket, uh, helmet, and having layers to go underneath that for whatever weather conditions you could get into is absolutely essential. Uh, And it's worth noting that all the major apparel manufacturers, Climb, 509, Polaris, whoever it may be, they all have different riding gear for different conditions. So like an example of that is trail riding versus backcountry or mountain riding. Trail riding, you know, they they make lines of clothing that are heavier and have lots of insulation, keeps it really warm for when you're hauling 60 miles an hour down the trails. Uh, And then versus in the mountain, you know, they have lighter layers outer gear uh, with lots of vents and it's not going to keep you as warm uh, because you know once you're in the mountains once you're in the backcountry you're sweating like crazy you're trying to expel as much heat as possible so I think that's worth noting that there are different types of riding gear for what conditions you're going to be riding in so it's you know it's worth doing that investigation and figuring out you know understanding where you're going to ride what type of riding you're going to do and make sure that you have the proper gear. The other essential items that I absolutely am packing with me is a a storage bag for my snowmobile. All our sleds come with some storage locations on them, but for the gear that I like to to carry with me, I'm certainly making sure I have a a bag just to hold all the extra gear that I like to have that goes on the tunnel or mounts on the handlebars or we even sell underhood storage bags to keep some gear warm. So that's absolutely essential in my mind. And then kind of more of the basics, first aid kit. Nice to have a small first aid kit. Just it's one of those things that you hope you never have to use. And, you know, the old mentality of if you have it, you'll probably never have to use it. So I like to carry that with me. Obviously, water, snacks, spare gloves and socks in case your your boots get wet or your feet get wet or your hands get wet. You know, it's, it's uh, important to have, you know, pairs of gloves or socks that you can swap out in the case that you're feet or hands get wet hand and toe warmers certainly a nice thing to have uh spares of flashlight tow rope both for tow rope if you know in the case that you have to get a sled off the trail or you know if you break something or whatever scenario you can get into just having a little bit of rope with you uh is just really nice to have and can be used to solve a lot of problems the last kind of essential things that I'm making sure I have with me is a compass, a map, like an actual physical map. I know that's kind of weird in this day and age, but uh, a map of the area where I'm going to be riding and then fire starter with the kind of the same as the first aid kit. You hope you really ne- never have to use it, but it's certainly a nice thing to have with you. That's the essential list for me on any snowmobiling trip. When I ride out west or when I'm riding in the backcountry or really anywhere where avalanche conditions could exist, 
it's really, really, really important in my mind to have the proper safety equipment for those conditions. So avalanche pack, beacon, probe, shovel, radios, uh, that's like the absolutely essential safety equipment for anywhere where you're riding where there's avalanche conditions or, and then also useful for the backcountry riding is carrying a lightweight saw with you. And I carry a, a lightweight toolkit for kind of swapping out those parts that I mentioned earlier. If I, if I bust a throttle lever off, I have the tools with me to, to swap out a throttle lever or brake lever. Or if I, if I, uh, get a little too happy with the throttle and run my body into the, the handlebars and bend the handlebars over, then I at least have the Allen wrenches with me that I can loosen, loosen that up and get the handlebars straightened back out. So it's just kind of those little things that you can't really plan for, but you're sure glad that you have that toolkit with you when it happens. It's just the, that essential nice to have item. So that is a little sneak peek into what supplies you should have on hand. Hunter, thank you so much for stopping by and helping out our new snowmobile owners. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Love doing this. A huge thanks to Hunter. And a huge thanks, as always, to all of you for downloading, listening, and subscribing. If you're brand new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you feel so inclined, leave us a five-star review. Don't forget about our archives. Check out those past episodes so you can learn more about snowmobile ownership. Also look in the description of this episode to find some helpful resources. We're going to include links to the Polaris Snowmobiles Help Center and the Polaris Snowmobiles YouTube channel. In that same episode description, you'll also find how you can contact us. Because if you have a question or an idea for a future episode, we want to hear from you. Then make sure you stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time, this has been the Polaris Podcast. Hi, you've reached Joe. Sorry I missed your call. Please leave me your name, your number, and a short message, and I'll get right back to you. Thanks, and have a great day. Straight to voicemail. Okay, Joe, you need to tell them that the Polaris Help Center is their first stop for vehicle information, maintenance tips, and how-to videos. All they have to do is look for the Help button in the upper right-hand corner of any Polaris brand website. They also need to remember that all riders should always wear helmets, eye protection, and protective clothing and footwear. Read, understand, and follow their owner's manual. Never ride under the influence of drugs or alcohol. And always ride within the limits of your own abilities and never engage in stunt or exhibition driving. Next time, answer your phone. Okay, bye.